If you want to make $100,000, a million dollars, a hundred million dollars, anybody can do it. Welcome to Real Estate Market Moves. Every week I'll be bringing you the latest news, trends in housing market and commercial real estate so that you will know how to make the moves that you want to make in real estate, whether you're buying a permanent home to live in, whether you're buying investment property, commercial, residential, multifamily, we're going to cover it all and we're going to do it in under 10 minutes. So let's get started. So right now mortgage rates just hit 8%. Mortgage rates, remember, are based off the 10-year treasury. So as 10-year yields have gone up towards 5%, the mortgage rate now is up by 8% because there's a delta in there in terms of the mortgage companies with the premium that they need to make on issuing mortgages. Investors look at a risk-free premium, which is bond yields, so versus mortgage-backed securities. So that's why mortgage rates rise as that 10-year yield rise, uh, rises. So keep an eye on that 10-year yield. That greatly affects mortgage rates. And right now, mortgage rates have topped, the 30-year fixed rate has topped 8%. We haven't seen that in over 40 years in the country. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the screen over here, and we're going to talk about a couple of things. One, in terms of the housing market, here's one right here. The Fed wants to make it easier for home buyers to build wealth with accessory dwellings. So uh, you want to keep an eye on these news uh, and things that will help you with your investment business, help you with your purchase business. The Philadelphia, this is coming out of Philadelphia, a new federal housing policy will make it easier for some home buyers to qualify for a mortgage by allowing them to include rental income from accessory dwelling units. So that's something to keep an eye on because as rates rise, that affects your affordability. It affects how much house you can buy. So some of the ways that you can mitigate that cost and offset that cost is through rental income, now through ADUs and other areas of the house you might be able to qualify for. So that's really interesting. Some other products that are coming out is they're offering first-time home buyers 5% down payment products. Uh, there's also 30-year uh, fixed uh, rates that you can adjust the rate on now. And there's also uh, adjustable rate mortgages that you can get and you can get buy-downs. So buy-downs are being offered by builders. They can also be offered by a existing home. So a home seller can offer to buy down the mortgage for you. So that's just a discount that they give, uh, depending on how low you wanna buy the rate down. The cost can be 20, 30, 50,000, depending on the price of the house. And let's say interest rates are at 8% then you can get a three, two, one buy down. I bought my first house when rates were about where they are now. They were actually nine and three quarters percent. I bought my first house in 1990, nine and three quarter percent, 30 year fixed mortgage at that time. I bought on a three, two, buy, three, two, one buy down. So the first year my rate was uh, six and a half percent. The second year it was seven and a half percent. The third year it was eight and a half percent. And the fourth year it reset to nine and a half percent. I refinanced because rates came down during that three year period. So right now, if it's 8%, you can get a mortgage starting at five, then it goes to six, then it goes to seven, then it resets to eight. You can refinance during that time period. Hopefully, the thing to keep in mind uh, with adjustable rate mortgages, buy downs, things like that, is that if you're going to refinance, the value of that property may change. We're seeing housing uh, markets kind of decline in some areas. We're seeing price reductions in some areas. We're going to get into that in just a second with another chart on the screen that is really interesting. So you want to make sure you understand where the value of your property is, what your equity is in the property, because if you go to refinance and you're betting on uh, rates dropping, you may have to bring money to the table to refinance and do a lower rate if the value of the house drops, because that's that loan to value thing. So there are first time home buyer incentives out there. There are 30 year products out there. So make sure you talk to your bankers and talk to your mortgage brokers. There's a lot of different products out there right now to kind of help offset. The big one is builders. Builders are the most efficient sellers in a the market. They can offer bigger discounts than anybody else. They want to get stuff off the books. They want to keep people employed. The only way they can do that is by turning over housing. So you can get the biggest discounts and the biggest incentives from home builders. And a lot of the national home builders are offering 
30-year fixed mortgages at 4.75%. So make sure you talk to your home builders that are doing communities in your area. Look at those properties. That's a great way to get into a house right now if you want to. And if you want to rent for a while, build to rent is a big thing where single family homes are being built in new communities specifically for rental. So there's a lot of great options to rent homes and things like that. The things you wanna keep in mind when you're going to buy a house is uh, insurance rates have gone through the roof in a lot of areas of the country, like two, three, four times uh, in a lot of areas of the country, very significant in coastal markets. Um, also taxes are rising in a lot of areas and the expenses and upkeep on the house has risen. So you wanna take all those things into effect when you're looking at buying a house and you know, especially if you're coming out of a rental and you don't have those extra expenses. So you wanna keep an eye on that. So let's take a look at house pricing and what's going on because you know, you're hearing that the housing market is frozen. So right now there's about 2 million units that are, are being sold every year, new and existing homes, about 2 million home sales a year. Typically, there's about four plus or minus million homes sold every year. So we're still seeing a couple million houses sell every year. So it's not completely frozen. There are transactions happening. Some markets are selling in days with multiple offers. Other markets, you know, houses are sitting on the market for a little while. Traditionally, houses would normally sit on the market for 90 to 120 days. So you want to make sure that you understand. We've been in a very distorted unusual, unhealthy housing market over the last few years. We've seen 40% appreciation in the housing market over the last three years. Normally the housing market appreciates four and a half to 5% year over year. So right now we're three years into that. We're seeing values come down. So we're gonna go ahead and go over the screen here and you can see uh, the housing market since 2020, you can see on the right-hand side of the column, most housing markets are up 20 to 40% since March of 2020. So even with the current price reductions and decline in house prices across the country, uh, there are most every market, this is the top 100 housing markets in the country, most of them are still up 20 to 40, some of them still up 50%. Look at Orlando, Florida, still up 50%. Orlando is up 3.6% year over year, 1.5% month over month. And you can see the markets that are declining right here. Austin, Texas taking the biggest hit, 17% down from the peak, 10% down year over year, 3.7 year to date, 1.4 month over month. And then on down with Boise, San Francisco, New Orleans. But even with those price declines, the, the annual, you know, since March, 2020, we're still up 30, 40, 50%. So if house prices have gone up 40, 50%, and they come back 20, you're still up 20, 30, 40%. So they still have a long way to go to get back to pandemic levels. So what's likely to happen in the housing market because there's so little inventory, builders can't build fast enough. You need 4 million homes right now to meet the demand in this country. Builders just are not able to deliver that many units in a year. We can deliver hundreds of thousands. We cannot deliver millions a year. So. Uh, what you're going to see is you're going to see the housing market kind of consolidate sideways a little bit while that rate of appreciation kind of catches up with values in houses. Hopefully incomes and wages will rise. Hopefully mortgage rates will come back down in that time frame. Again, that's based on the 10-year treasury. At some point, the thinking is that 5% level might be the peak for 10-year for treasury. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. We're in very uncertain times right now. You just need to keep an eye on that benchmark. The bottom line is some people like Barbara Corcoran came out the other day and said, this is the best time to buy a house. Absolutely not. You're buying at the peak. You're buying at record high interest rates. Values are starting to adjust and things like that. So uh, really, it's your own time frame. If you have to buy a house, there's ways you can do it. Like I said, those, those rate buy downs, adjustable rate mortgages, 30-year fix that you can get from a home builder, first-time home buyer, uh, incentives and, and things you can take advantage of. Uh, the other thing is you can get into creative financing, right? So you can, uh, you can get terms from the seller. So you can get owner financing from the seller and you can set your interest rate or you can offer no interest rate. You can just offer payments till paid. If I sell you a house for a million dollars or $500,000, 
then I'll just give you a mortgage on that uh, and you just make the monthly payment, no interest. It's just whatever, uh, you know, I'll buy the house for 500,000, I'll give you 2,000 a month till it's paid off. Some sellers will do that, others might give you a balloon. In other words, they might say, well, I'll do that for three years or five years or seven years. Um, with an interest rate or no interest rate, they just wanna get a monthly payment. So it's all negotiable. You just wanna find a motivated seller, look for houses that have been on the market for a while, have had price reductions, uh, and you could go in and offer uh, some terms and get creative with the financing. You could do a lease option, lease with the option to buy. So you can lease it for a while. When rates come down, you can then go ahead and buy it. You can do a rent to own, apply some of the payment uh, of that rent towards the purchase of the house. So there's a lot of different things you can do to be creative to buy a house if you have to have a house to live in right now. And again, there's some good rental options out there as well. The final thing is a subject two. That's a strategy where you can take title to the property while the mortgage stays in place with the seller. So um, that's another option you can do. Talk to your uh, closing uh, escrow companies and your uh, real estate attorneys about what subject two is. Look that up, study it. Uh, you, can, you can do that. And then finally, um, you can also, uh, in addition to subject two and taking over the mortgage on properties, uh, you know, utilizing these creative terms, um, you know, is the best way a lot of times to get into a house in a tight housing market. So really, you want to find motivated sellers. You want to find people that need to sell their house and, you know, try to negotiate the best terms possible. And then the last thing uh, is assumable mortgages. Some mortgages are assumable, VA loans, FHA loans. Uh, some, of those, some of those loans are assumable. So you want to talk to your lenders, talk to your banks, and see if there are certain, you know, make an offer and see if you can assume somebody else's loan if, they got a, if they've got a low interest rate. A lot of the mortgage companies are talking about that to help kind of unfreeze the housing market, converting these loans and making them assumable. So look for houses that have been on the market for a while with price reductions and go in with those strategies. The assumable mortgage is gonna be a big thing. I think a lot of mortgage companies are gonna switch to that because people just can't sell their house, they're locked in and the housing market is just totally unhealthy. So switching to commercial real estate, we're still looking at 1.5 trillion in the commercial real estate pipeline of debt that's coming due over the next three years. So we're gonna continue to see distress in the commercial real estate market. We're seeing distress in multifamily, we're seeing some distress in self-storage, we're seeing some distress in industrial, and we're seeing the biggest amount of distress in office and retail where properties are just going back to the banks. But what's interesting lately with office is that some of these, uh, give backs, you know, some of the deeds in lieu, some of the distressed, you know, sales have really fallen off a cliff because interest rates have risen so high. Nobody wants to touch commercial real estate right now. So transactions are down 50 to 80%, depending on the type of commercial real estate across the board. Transactions are falling in commercial real estate. So it's a really interesting time. And then people that are in default are not necessarily turning those properties back over because the banks don't want them, the servicers don't want them, and the investors that own those properties are kind of waiting things out to see what their options are. So keep your eyes on that commercial real estate market. There's a lot of interesting things unfolding. Multifamily, obviously, uh, as, as cap rates go up, prices come down. Those investment opportunities uh, are very attractive, but a lot of sellers are locked into low rates. They bought at low cap rates, so they can't sell, just like in residential. Office is probably the biggest opportunity. You can convert some of those. You can convert some of them into housing, convert some of them into even multi-level storage, convert them into you know, multi-use type of uh, co-working spaces. A lot of different things. Some buildings are great for conversion, some aren't, uh, especially industrial buildings and things like that. So think about the different options. You can even tear something down and rebuild uh, depending on where the area is and what that property looks like. So that is your real estate market update for this week. Real estate market moves. I'm Greg Dickerson. I will see you back next week.